Welcome to the English with Kirsty podcast from www.englishwithkirsty.com. Here I'll be sharing with you tips, information and other learning resources so that you can improve your business English. Welcome to episode 115 of the English with Kirsty podcast. So today's podcast is a direct response to something that somebody asked me to talk about. So they wanted me to talk about this. They contacted me on the blog. So if you have a business English topic that you would like me to spend more time talking about, then let me know. You can do that on the blog. You can do that on the show notes page for this episode, which is englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast slash episode 115. You can contact me on my Facebook page. If you just look for English with Kirsty on Facebook, you'll find it there. Or you can contact me on Twitter, which is um, English with K. So just the letter K because English with Kirsty would have been too long. So I have to be English with K on Twitter. Okay, so now we're today we're talking about conversations on the telephone and when they go on too long. So, you know, when you want to end the conversation, um, you don't want to be rude, but somebody's talking and talking and talking and you have other stuff to do. Um, so what do you do in those situations? So I've got some ideas here. I mean, sometimes you can just be honest and say, look, I, I need to go now because I have a meeting um, or I need to go now because I am someone's waiting to speak to me, something like that. You can just be honest, especially with other colleagues or, you know, sometimes friends and family are the worst for this. You need, you need to explain why you have to go. Like I'm cooking dinner and it's going to burn if I don't go. And sometimes you can even like make up a reason. I've, I've done, I've invented meetings that I have to be at just because a colleague would not stop talking and I needed them to go. So yeah, the meeting that, that wasn't really a meeting, but I told them I had to go to one. That's a thing that you can do. Um, but if your job is more about speaking to customers, either in a call center or dealing with customers, and you can't just like say you have to go to meetings all the time because they know that your job is to deal with their questions and inquiries that kind of thing so we're going to look at some different kinds of situations and what you can do in those situations so sometimes it's um it's difficult callers sometimes it's just callers who don't communicate very well or don't know how to communicate effectively the, the information that you need they maybe don't know what that is so um there is also a, a blog post about this if you want to read this you can go to the channels page and I'll link it from there. The blog post is called um, Dealing with Difficult Customers and it's not always people that are difficult, it's just sometimes people talk a lot and that isn't always helpful. Um, but some of the, the situations I talk about here are definitely difficult people. Okay, so number one. The reason, there is a reason why somebody has called you, so you need to show what you're going to do. So. To, to end and to sum up the conversation, it's good to say what steps you're going to take next. So you're going to call them back within a certain time frame. You're going to contact somebody. You're going to log the information on the system. You're going to ask somebody else to, to contact them. You're going to send some information out. Whatever you're going to do, then let them know that because then that, that manages their expectation of what will happen next as a result of their call. So you can tell them that, you can tell them what you're going to do and by when, if that's possible. Um, but just be aware that you may not be the first person that somebody has spoken to. So if they've been passed around to various different colleagues, they, they may 
A, be annoyed that they have to tell you everything again and B, be just annoyed anyway that it hasn't got resolved. So in those cases particularly, it does help to say what you're going to do. So you're accountable as well. You have to say something and then you have to do that thing. But, you know, be clear and help manage people's expectations and then they are often happier to go away and wait for you to do that thing. So the next type of person is the person who keeps repeating themselves and that could just be because um, they don't know how to structure telling you what the problem is or what exactly has happened in a useful way. It could be that's just their natural way of speaking. You know, some people do repeat themselves a lot. Um, but it's not helpful for you, for you because you've got the information and then they keep giving you the same information again. It's, it feels like a bit of a waste of your time. And so obviously you can't say that you're wasting, you're wasting my time. Stop telling me that again. Um, but what you can do is you can summarize the information. So you summarize what they've told you. So you pull out, oh, you know the key points. You pull out the key points and you tell them what you've written down. Um, you ask for any clarification that you need and then you can say okay is, is there anything else that you'd like to add to that because then you're not relying on their ability to summarize you're doing it for them and asking if there's anything else and if there isn't then you can move on to what you're going to do about it so just to be clear you know so the basically the problem is that so you would like us to so you need to know all these kind of things so you're summarizing what you think the problem is and then you can go into what you'll do about it Number three, people who tell you too much. So this is sometimes because, again, people, some people do want to tell you their life story. They, they do want to tell you loads and loads of information because they're interested in the minute details and they think everyone else is. You may not be. Um, or it could be sometimes they don't know what's relevant. So maybe if you have a technical problem, sometimes people don't know what exactly you need to know to be able to fix the problem. So they tell you everything. Um, and, and if you have somebody doing that, then it's helpful if you can guide them by asking questions like what, which, where, how, why, when, who kind of questions so that they have to think specifically, OK, what's the answer to that question? And then that will help you to get the right information from them and not all the information they could give you, but the specific information that you need to fill out the form on your system or to make sure that you send them the right information. So if somebody's not doing that naturally, then it's good to have very clear questions that will help them to give you the information you need so that you can do your job. Number four, aggressive or inappropriate people. So I don't know, I, I don't want to say what you should do exactly because different companies have their own procedures for that. I've certainly worked in companies where if somebody became abusive or offensive, um, we weren't obliged to continue talking to them. So you could say things like, I'm trying to help you, but if you continue to use that language towards me or um, you know, I I will end the call. That's that's just the way it is. You give them a warning, and then if they continue to do that, then you end the call. Um, I don't know what your company's guidelines are, so you will need to check that out. But you know, many companies feel that it's that their staff shouldn't have to deal with that on the telephone, and so they don't have to. But again, you need to find out. Uh, number five, when the answer is no. So sometimes the answer is just no. And there's no point talking about it anymore because the answer is still going to be no. Talking about it some more doesn't make the answer yes. Um, so then you need to, to decide what kind of no it's going to be. Is it just a, a no or is it a no? And if you don't like that, 
well if, if you're not happy with that then we do have a complaints procedure obviously you don't want people complaining really but if, if there's no other way then they have this option usually there's a complaints procedure that they can follow um, sometimes it's a no but like sometimes people want me to teach children I, I don't teach children but I know I have friends who do other English teachers so then a no but is better than a, just a no I'm so I can't help you but I know some other people who are really good and they can help you and here's the link to their website so you can have a look so I'm not gonna do what they want me to but I know someone who can so that's that's a, a nicer way to end the conversation uh, no because so instead of just saying no <laughs> can't do that um, maybe you want something and it's been really popular and it's sold out so no um, well we can't we can't send you one of those because they've sold out or uh, and maybe they can sign up for notifications when the product comes back in again or maybe you can let them know or, or no because I'm I don't know I'm I'm on holiday that week I can't meet with you then because I'm on holiday but we I can offer you a different date so rather than just a no try to can it be a no but or a no because and we can offer you this alternative sometimes the answer is just no and it could be well thank you for your feedback we will take that on board but on the mo at the moment we can't do that um, or, or again it could just be no but sometimes it doesn't help to go round and round in circles if, if you're not gonna do what they want you to so number six we did touch on complaints before but if, if there is a complaints procedure then it should be easily accessible and you can explain what that is if they really feel unhappy with the service that they've received then if you can't resolve the problem with them then perhaps the complaints procedure is the next step number seven I've put time wasters and cold coolers together because sometimes it feels that they are the same thing but cold coolers you don't have to be rude to them but you also don't have to let them go through that whole introduction about what they're selling and what the benefits are and, and why you should have it if you really don't want this thing so you can just say that you you're not interested in you don't need um, um, the thing the service or the product that they're offering just because otherwise it's wasting their time as well you're not going to give them a sale they're wasting your time because you know you're not going to give them a sale so yeah just just be clear that you're not interested in something then if they are being really pushy then you can uh, become less help you less polite I mean I, I I'm not rude to people but equally I, I don't allow them to take up my time especially if they've called me um, and are trying to sell me something that I don't want so you know time is valuable um, sometimes people just call because they've got through to the wrong person and so obviously that's not a time waster they've just not not realized who the right person is so you can always signpost people to other departments um, and and give them the number or put them through if you have that capability on your phone but really at this point with about people that you know are wasting your time because you don't want what they're offering um, and then you know you don't have to have a long conversation about that you can be done with it quicker and um, sometimes it's just a genuine mistake like this isn't something that we deal with it's a bit like my teaching English to children thing I, I don't do it this isn't something that I do but you can you can call these other people and so finally when you've done all the things you, you've asked if there's anything else you can help with you've said what you're going to do then there needs to come 
a point where you know you're wrapping things up so so it's been good talking to you if it's a colleague or yeah it's been nice to catch up but i need to go now or leave it open like yeah we'll we'll have to catch up again soon or you know thank you for calling us i, I hope that's answered all your questions have a nice day and goodbye so I hope that's been useful. If you have a question about something that you'd like me to talk about in more depth, then do let me know. You can put that on the show notes page. There's a contact form on there. Um, if you would like to have a look at the Facebook page, then go and check that out and, um, and Twitter. And also the newsletter will be coming out again at the beginning of December. So if you would like to receive the monthly, monthly newsletter, which isn't about the podcast, it's about other things that are happening on the site as well then that's a really good way to stay on top of all the things that are happening at English with Kirsty. So you can also sign up for the newsletter on the show notes page, englishwithkirstycom slash podcast slash episode 115. So have a good week and have fun learning English. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the English with Kirsty podcast. If you have any questions or comments, my email address is kirsty at englishwithkirsty.com or you can go to www.englishwithkirsty.com slash podcast where you'll find information about the individual episodes.